0: All right, so I couldn't actually put a a title to my message. Uh, I I didn't know what to call it, so I I raised a question. This was a question that I had um, quite a while ago when I was reading through um, a few of the early books of the Bible, especially Judges. Um, You'd see all the people there, uh, that they're just so um, within God's presence. They they see things happening that, that we don't get to see so much these days, and yet they still... Worship Baal and cows, but I'll get to that in a sec. (laughs) Um, To start off, have you ever wondered why God doesn't do something miraculous now, like appear on TV or, you know, high and mighty in the clouds, something like that? Wouldn't that, exactly, wouldn't that just solve all our problems? Like everyone tomorrow, we're like, oh, look, clearly Jesus and God is real. There he is in the clouds. He's going, hey, sup, guys, Um, I'm actually real. Um, And, you know, on TV, just something, because everyone's watching that. And it's just, it just boggles my mind that I see people um, you know, in countries that they've never been introduced to the Bible or um, you know, areas where they've, they've just got no, oh, I don't know the right word, not proof, but foundation. Like the, the world just gets so in front of them that they have no chance to see God. So I thought, oh, you know, God just appear in the clouds and problem solved. world's Christian. Um, you know, we're all done and dusted. That's, that's the best thing that could happen. And I was just, you know, like, God, just just one more miracle, one more big thing in the whole world. You know, we're good, we're saved. That's, how cool would that be? And God, God answered that question to me. It was a bit unlikely. It was during a Bible college assignment. It was a passage I picked that um, I didn't actually know would solve that question, but it ended up doing it. And I found that God has an entire book dedicated to that exact thing that I was wondering. It's Judges. Um, and it, it sort of goes through the cyclical nature of people. That's sort of like a, um, a round and roundabout nature of what people are doing. They start at one point and they go through this and then they end up back at the start. we will cover that in a sec. Um, now, Judges, just to give a bit of context for people that aren't too familiar with it, this is a time in the Bible where um, Joshua uh, has just brought the people into the Promised Land. So I think Moses has died off at this point. Um, Yes, Moses, not Noah. I get them mixed up. Moses has just died off. So, you know, these people have they've just walked through a parted ocean. They've gone through 40 years of, um, of you know, just seeing food appear in the ground. And, you know, just like amazing miracles from God. This is sort of stuff that if you're walking around now and you just saw the most amazing meal appear in the ground before, you'd be like, what's up, God? Thanks for that burrito. That's awesome. Um, so, like, these people, they're just full of God. There's no way there could be any doubt in their minds. So, Joshua, he's... He's getting to the end of his rope. He knows, he knows he's about to die. So he goes to the people, okay, everyone, you know God's here. You know God's rule. I'm going to give you an ultimatum. You've got to follow God. You've got to give it 100%. If you give yourself to, to God and then you end up going worshipping other people and you know go back to your adulterous ways or you know, worshipping the Canaanite um, god Baal, then you know, God's going to not be very happy. He's a jealous God. He wants you 100%. So the people are like, yeah, yeah, we love God. God is amazing. Nothing would ever take us away. You know, he's brought down walls. He's done this and that. God is 100% real. So these, people, these people are on fire for God. Um, and then Joshua dies. So He's already old. He's, he's done his thing. He's, 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 he's run his race for God. And the people are left on their own. And this is where things start to go a little bit downhill for him. So they start off and they go, all right, God, what do you want us to do? Who do you want us to attack first? So oh, the context of that, they're in their promised land, the land that God gave them, um, but there's still other people living there. So they've got your Canaanites and your Ammonites and your Vegemites. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole lot of ites in there. Um, and, and, and they're like, all right, where do we go first? Who do we attack first? Should it be the Canaanites? And God's like, yes, go forth and, and take them out. That's my command, but you need to get rid of all of them. It's probably a bit hard to hear and there's a lot of context to that and I might have a chance to get into why that makes sense. But um we'll see how we go for time. But basically, so God's like, all right, let's wipe out all the Canaanites. That's what you gotta do, guys. And like, yeah, yeah, let's do that, God, you're awesome. So they start going through and they're taking off the cities and you know, they're winning amazing victories. God's like you know, taking down walls, and it's just amazing. Like, this is this is just epic stuff you think they're seeing. These battles, there's probably, like, 10 Israelites and 100,000 Canaanites, and they're just like, oh, they charge in, and God's like, and, you know, they end up winning. But they left some people behind. There was, like, um, some far-off villages up in the hills where the Canaanites had some chariots, and the people probably got a bit scared. Maybe they forgot that God was behind them. I don't know, but something in them cause them to rebel against God's word. And it gets worse. <laughs> so after this generation started to die off, so these are the people that were actually with Joshua, they were with, I think some would have been with Moses still. Um, they, These guys started to die off and their kids started coming up. And now, we're only one generation away now, one generation away from things like oceans parting, chariots and entire Egyptian armies being flooded, manna coming out of the ground, walls of Jericho falling down, all this stuff, literally one generation away, right? So this is like, this, this has happened to your parents, and now you guys are the, the generation coming up. And what do these people do? Within this one generation, they're like, oh, hey, let's worship. Oh, That's, that's, that's the walls falling down, Is a cool picture. Um, but they—they're like, oh, hey, let's let's worship cows. <laughs> I, and this is where it just got me. I was like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> like, literally, your parents were were seeing walls fall down. You guys were probably also brought up in this. It just blew my mind. <laughs> I think this. Yeah, so this, these are a few verses that um, brought into it. I probably won't go over too many of them. Um, but yeah, so after that generation, this is the second on the top. After that generation died, another generation grew up who did not acknowledge the Lord or remember the mighty things He did for Israel. How could, yeah. um, so every time Israel went to battle at this point, the Lord fought against them, causing them to be defeated, just as He had warned. And the people were in great distress. So they're like, what, God, you know, why is God turning against us? Why are we starting to lose all these battles? Hey, cow, come and help us, cow. Actually, I was actually looking up Baal, and he's a really scary god. So Baal is, is the, um, the, the god that the Canaanites worshipped. And I was trying to find some pictures. I didn't put the worst ones up here, but that's like, have you ever seen um, like, those, the, like the cow head or the sheep head things with the big horns, like the skull? That's what Baal looks like. He's terrifying. I'd never looked him up before. I thought, yeah, I'll just find some of the. I won't put that up for youth. But, you know, this guy, is, this, he's terrifying. And yet, they're turning to this guy, literally one generation away from parents who, like, saw walls fall down. This, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, so this, this is basically what, what's happening. You see how frustrated God would be with his people. He goes, and the Lord raised up judges for them. So this is, this is after they've, you know, just gone downhill, Um, So, God, He comes back and He raises up judges for Him. Uh, And the Lord was with the judge and delivered them out of the hand of their enemies all the days of the judge. And I'll get into who judges are in a second. Um, For the Lord was moved by pity, by their groaning, um, pity by their groaning, because of those who oppressed them and harassed them. And it came to pass when the judge was dead. So, now the judge is up, everyone's going, so they're coming back to God. And now, as soon as the judge passes... Um, so, as soon as he was dead, that they reverted and behaved more corruptly than their fathers by following other gods to serve them and bow down to them. They did not cease from their own doings, nor from their stubborn way. Again, we're back in that cycle. So, God rages up these people. They're called judges. They're like those superheroes of the Bible. They're your um, Samson's and... Oh, I've got them all written here because I forgot half of them. Um, De- uh, Deborah, Deborah I think is one of them um, and I think that's Samuel there wrestling the, li- wrestling the lion but there's some there's some mighty people in the Bible um, that have come up during this time of judges so between where Moses and Joshua have died off and before they get their first king and these people rise up and, and God, you know, He blesses them. He, he puts the Holy Spirit in them. And, you know, all of a sudden, these are the superheroes of the Bible. They're, they literally change enti- the entire nation of Israel from worshipping Baal, the cow god, and, and all their adulterous ways. You know, just these single people that come up, they bring the entire nation back to God. And during this time, you know, God starts blessing them again. They start winning all their battles and, you know, everything's hunky-dory. Until the judge passes away, God's like, all right, for sure, here's my one more miracle for you guys. I'm I'm putting my judge in. All right, let's go. And as soon as the judge goes away, it's like, ah, cow gods. I don't get it still. It's a um so here's me. I love God. I love my <laughs> I love my relationship with God. It t- it took me a while to find it. Um, I wish I had it when I was your age, but I you know, I found my passion and love for God. And I'm in the place now where, you know, I'm like these these first Israelites. I've seen awesome stuff from God. Like he's answered so many of my prayers, I don't even remember them, and that's part of the problem. But you know, God's God's done so much in my life, I'm like, God, oh, how could I ever deny God? <laughs> and then things like this happen. So I wake up in the morning where I'd normally read my Bible, and, oh, you know, I've only got 10 minutes before I get to work, oh, Facebook. Or I'll go on Reddit, or I'll be on Snapchat. Or another issue, maybe I'm, I don't have a lot of money at the time, and I'm really stressing out, how am I going to pay my bills? I turn to money, and I go, oh, i just work a bit harder. Oh, I'll just do this, oh, it's all right, you know, money, money, money. And this is like me worshipping a cow god. Literally no different, all right? And it was at this point that I had my aha moment. You know, these people that are worshipping those cow gods, they're not all that different from me. All right, There is one big difference, which I'll get to in a second, but I do the exact same thing. And I thought, wow, how can I do that? When God you know, answers so many of my prayers, He does so much for me. He gives me such a passion for life. And yet, I still can't give him 10 minutes in the morning to read my Bible? The cool thing is, and what one massive difference is between the Judges and the Old Bible, so the Judges were basically people that came up full of the Holy Spirit and changed the nation. The biggest thing is, is what God did for us on the cross. So, when Jesus came right he said you know to to his disciples all right i've got to go like jesus as as a man couldn't be on earth forever he goes at some point i'm going to have to leave you all but i'm not going to leave you all as orphan children i'm going to come back and i'm going to be in each and every one of you and that's the holy spirit so this this thing this this man this this um god that was really only in like your samsons and your you know famous superheroes of the bible now he's promised to each and every one of you. And what does that mean? That means that you guys, through God, literally have the power to bring entire nations to God. Right? So, you don't, don't have to start with an entire nation. I mean, God's got big plans. Don't rule that out. But where does that start? That starts with you at school. where you influencing your friends? That starts with your parents. That starts with... In your workplace and you don't have to do huge amazing things like parting oceans that you know if, cool if you can do that send me a snapchat but <laughs> but you know it just starts by just living living how Jesus wants you to live read your Bible give him that 10 minutes in the morning all right when he answers your prayer write it down don't forget it because he's doing it for you every day every time you have an issue every time you turn to him instead of something else He's there. And I just think that's awesome. I don't think if I've missed anything from it. I reckon one one really funny thing, um, like when I read through Judges, I've got Benny Hill music in my head. <laughs> These people, they see God do amazing things. Literally like feats of Buildings falling down, an army's being slaughtered, and they still turn away from him. And, and then, you know, God raises up a judge. They are, you know, sorry, then they fall away from God. Then they're like, oh, please, God, where are you? We need you. So God brings up a judge. And, and when I say judge, he's like, a, I have a definition here somewhere that's really cool. Nah, it's gone. Um, but basically, it's it's not like someone with a big hammer going, "Oh, you guys have done bad things." It's you know th- this this guy he's, he's like a um, he's like a king, not quite a king. It's just a ruler that comes up that's just that's blessed by God that helps guide the people to where they should go. So God God brings he's, that's that one more miracle. He brings it in. And everyone's like, "Yeah, oh, God." He comes up, and then as soon as that judge goes away, he's gone again. So, that's where I come back to that first question. No. Um, and that's, why doesn't God do another big miracle, another one more miracle? And the funny thing is, is He's already done it. Jesus. Like, why do we need any more than that? God literally coming to earth, sacrificing Himself on the cross. But instead of just leaving us all, He's raised us all as judges. So we're here for all eternity to keep the world coming back to God. All right? So it's, uh, I just, that, and that for me, that was my moment of, wow, there's that answer. Cheers, God. You wrote a whole book for me in the Bible for it. (laughs) Um, I think I might leave it at that. Otherwise, I'll be waffling on too much. But I just really want you to get that into your heart, where when you give yourself to God, when you say, Jesus, I trust in you more than anything else, you know, know that He's there with you. Know that He's bringing down walls for you. That you have the power with the Holy Spirit to do anything in God's name. Right? Read your Bible. Give God 10 minutes in the morning. It's not that hard. And all of a sudden, you'll just find things working for you. Right? Instead of swimming against the stream trying to fight the, God, the plan God has for you, you start going with it and life just like a jigsaw puzzle starts falling together. And I know that because that's where I am right now. I went through whoa, maybe 10, 15 years of fighting church, fighting God. It wasn't fun, (laughs) I can tell you that. Um, So, yeah, no, thanks, guys.